0: I want us to turn to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 4. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 4. If you're there, you can just say Amen. If you're not there, you can just lift up your hand. The Bible says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. I want to read from the one that I I, I am preaching from, the King James Version. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Carnal meaning. Uh, comes from the word carnivorous, carnal, flesh, things that we see. The weapons that we fight with are not the things that we actually see. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Father, we thank you for your word. We are glad that we came to this place. And Father, we know that with absolute certainty, we will leave this place changed. Be exalted. The grass withers, the flower fades, but your word stands forever. In Jesus' name we pray. I remember last month we spoke about How God speaks. God speaks. Through visions. God speaks. Through dreams. God speaks. Through pastors. Through the worship team. God speaks. Through even animals. God is sovereign meaning that he can do anything. He is God. No one put him where he is. No one can dethrone him. He is God. The Bible in the, in, in the book of Genesis says, in the beginning, God created. And then the immutable, the one who never changes, speaks. And he says, let there be. In other words, God is a speaking God god is a speaking god he is not like the idols that we have the idols that we have actually don't speak but god is the only one who speaks god takes the man and puts him in the garden and the garden speaks about presence so god puts him in his presence and this person is in the presence of god god will come in the cool of the day that is what the bible says and this person will have an interaction with man the infallible, the divine will come and dwell with humanity, will come and speak and interact, will speak about things that concern humanity. And then man falls into sin. And after man falls into sin, God does not come like, like a, a, a bad father. He comes like a loving father. Even though Adam and Eve had shut God Through creation, using leaves and fig trees, fig leaves, God still came down and exposed them into his love. God is a speaking God. When God speaks, he exposes his people to his love. When God speaks, blind eyes open. When God speaks, the people that had run out of wine will have more wine. When God speaks, the earth comes into motion. When God speaks, those that were lame will start walking. When God speaks, the things that were dead and buried and, and they were starting to rot will come back to life. When God speaks, there is nothing that is impossible with him. God is a speaking God. When God speaks, He defies the laws of gravity. When God speaks, he defies the laws of distribution. God is a speaking God. God still speaks. And now that we know that God speaks, someone says that God speaks to us through circumstances, through visions and dreams through all these other avenues, but the only way that we speak to God is through prayer. Prayer is communication with God. Prayer is where a fallible man speaks to an infallible superior creature who is God. Prayer is where we pour out our issues. Prayer is where man has the license to go into heaven and ask for help. But why is it that many of us don't pray? The Bible says that Elijah was a man just like us. The Bible does not change. The same same Bible that said Elijah was a man just like us over 2,000 years ago still stays the same. God being the all powerful speaking God, God being the all knowing speaking God, God being the God who never changes speaking God, wants us to communicate with Him and is giving us a picture of a man who had insecurities, a man who had his own fears. But the Bible. Puts him and says he was a man just like us. How can someone pray for three and a half years, pray pray that that it will not rain for three and a half years, and it doesn't rain, and he is a normal man. How can someone speak by faith and pray that even though there's a cloud the size of a hand, it's still going to rain? How can someone? the first miracle that that, that speaks about someone being raised from the dead, it speaks of the life of Elijah. He raised the, the widow's son. Elijah was a man just like us. Why is it that even when we pray, we don't see the results? The way it happened during the times of Elijah. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Could it be that the weapons that we are using to fight with are things that we see? Why is it that we are losing a battle where the enemy had already lost? The power of a praying church. Could it be that maybe we are not praying right? Because you cannot just wake up and pray if you don't understand the word. Elijah was a man just like us. He used to spend his time in the presence of God. The Bible says that there were places and times that he would go and just spend his time in the presence. We are so consumed about the things that we can see, the things that we see in the flesh. That's why the weapons that we can use are the things of the flesh. That's why many of us are being defeated each and every other day. Many of us are giving up on prayer because we are not praying right. Or even if we are praying, we are praying according to how we want God to answer our prayers. Elijah was a man just like us. In the book of Acts chapter 19, it speaks of a Jewish high priest. His name was Keva and he had seven sons. He had seven sons and and, and this was a time where Paul was performing extraordinary miracles from his handkerchiefs and his clothes and everything. People will just come and they will be healed. And then the seven sons of Sceva tried to cast out demons. And when they had tried to cast out demons, what does the Bible say? The demons went and said, Jesus we know, Paul we know, but who are you? You see, when we are using the weapons that we know, the weapons that we know, demons will even question us. They will say, Jesus, I know. They will say, Paul, I know. You see, the things that we are battling with, if we don't spend our time in prayer, because we choose to spend our times on WhatsApp, we choose to spend our times on Instagram, and, and worrying about worldly things, but God is calling us into a place of prayer, so that when the, when, 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 when we are in a place like the sons of Sceva, demons will actually see and they will flee. But we are a people who even demons don't fear us. We are a people whose lives keep on going back in circles, circles, circles. Each and every other day, we are trying to pray the same, same prayer. We are trying to pray... What we want God to do, not what God wants to do. In other words, God, let my will be done according to my word, according to my will. The Bible says that the seven sons of Sceva were beaten and they left that place naked because they were so consumed about the weapons that they knew, instead of the weapons that the Bible speaks about, that are not carnal. Why are we losing a battle that was already won? In other words, it's like we are misrepresenting Christ. There is no place I've ever seen God fail man. The Bible says, For the weapons that we fight with, the weapons that we fight with are not carnal. What are these weapons? But before I speak about the weapons, it's so funny that the Bible allows us to use weapons. The Bible allows us to use weapons. I look in the Old Testament. The children of Israel, they will have weapons. Whenever they will go to war with the Philistines, they will have weapons. David, when he was fighting Goliath, he had his own weapon. In fact, he was given the, 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 the weaponry of the, of, the, of, of, of the soldiers. But he said, I'm not accustomed to this. But he took a stone and a sling. The Bible allows us to use weapons. But in the New Testament, the weapons that the Bible speaks about is what Ephesians chapter 6 talks about. He says, I want you to put the full armor of God so that you will stand. On the day of evil, when the day of evil comes, put on the full of armor of God. And he is speaking about the belt of truth. The belt of truth, when we put the belt of truth, remember Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So the belt of truth speaks about you speaking things that are truthful. You speaking things that are according to the word of God. But some of us are actually messed up because we are full of lies. We are so full of lies. We are consumed with lies. We lie to our boyfriends. We lie to our girlfriends. We even lie to our pastors. We are so full of lies. The Bible says, put on the belt of truth. Truth. In the book of John chapter 18, King Herod, or I think it's Pilate, he is asking Jesus, what is truth? We live in a world where we are searching for many truths. But the truth is actually found in the word of God. In the banks, people are never taught about the fake currency. They are only taught about the real, the true currency. So that when the fake one comes, they will know. But most of us, we deviate ourselves. We want to know the truth from other lies, which are, in quotes, truth. Put on the belt of truth. Because the days are evil. The days are evil. And then he speaks about the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. Whenever we are saved and we are being transformed, each and every other day we will speak truthful things. Because we know that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. But many of us sometimes we remove the helmet so that we can deal with some issues and then we will put back the helmet. And that's why we are losing We are losing a battle that was already won for us. The helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness. Living a righteous life. Truth, helmet, breastplate. The weapons that we fight with. When Paul was writing this in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, he was in a prison and he was analyzing and just looking down and seeing the soldiers, how they were armored so that they would go to war. And that's why he's using that to paint a picture, what is known, so that he will bring in something that is spiritual. And then he says, Take. The shield of faith. Take the shield, the shield, the shield, the shield of faith. Faith is what we fight with. During those times, the people will put will, will cover their, their, their shields with, with leather and they will dip it in water so that whenever the enemy will throw flaming arrows, it will never. It will never. Get to them. Faith is what we fight, fight with. Shield of faith. In other words, what God is saying... For the weapons, the weapons, as long as we immerse ourselves in the word of God, as long as we immerse ourselves in, in, in truth and we remain right and we have this helmet of salvation, there's no way we are going to fall. Because the Bible says, as long as you put the shield of faith, you are going to stand. Faith is what we fight with. When the enemy throws words at you, you have faith, faith in the word of God. You will say, yes, you are saying that I am alone loser, but I know that I am a victor. I am victorious. I am the head and not the tail. I am standing on the promises of God. I am standing by faith, knowing that God, He who is a speaking God, He is always speaking over my life. He is always providing. He is going to heal. Whenever the enemy says things that are going to bring me down, I am going to stand by faith. Faith is what we fight with. In fact, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 13, that three things remain, love, hope, and the third thing is faith. Meaning that jobs will come and go, keep the faith. Friends will come and go, keep the faith. Families will come and go, keep the faith. Cars will come and go, keep the faith. Relationships will come and go, I want you to keep the faith. Because faith is what will make you stand. The enemy is trying to destroy you by attacking your faith. But put on the full armor of God and take faith as your shield. So that you will be able to stand. The days are evil. Shield of faith. Many of us are losing this battle that was won. Many of us, whenever you go and see a doctor, and you are told that this and this is going to happen, you start crying. But I want you to—I re- to, want to remind you today that faith is what we fight with. There may come a time that you will have no one to stand with you, but faith—your faith in God your faith in God. The Bible also says, and take the sword of the spirit. He also speaks about the shoes, the shoes of peace. But let me go to the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit is actually the word of God. The sword of the spirit is what God says. And you say what God says. Jesus is being tempted by Satan. And as Satan is tempting Jesus, Jesus used his sword. The enemy will say it is written that even as you go down the the building, he will command his angels. And Jesus also says, it is written. In other words, how can you fight using a sword if you are not acquainted with it? How can you fight a war using a sword and you don't know how to swing it? And sometimes some of us, we we are fighting, we are fighting, we are fighting a battle that was won and and we are losing. Sometimes, let me just tell you the truth, friends, when the enemy comes to attack you, let me tell you something, you don't have to enter into the ring. The reason as to why you you don't have to enter into the ring, the enemy knows you left, right, and center. Remember before you got born again, the enemy knew you that you were going to the club. He knew you that you were so enthused in sex. He knew you that you were a liar. He knew everything about you. But something that God is actually saying, whenever the enemy tries to attack you, stand outside of the ring and use your sword. And whenever the enemy throws words at you, you say that the battle is not mine but it belongs to the Lord. When the enemy tries to throw sickness at you, you say that my body may be sick but I know God is going to heal me. When the enemy throws you and and you are taken out from work or out from school you say that my God, my God is going to supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. The Bible says that the God, the God that we serve, he will supply all my needs, my sexual needs, my financial needs, all the needs that I have, my emotions Emotional need because God is Jesus. Many of us, we are losing this fight for the weapons of our warfare are not cannon. They are not machine guns. You may be at work and there's someone who is just on your case. Let me give you a secret. It's a spirit. You may be in school and there's someone who is just disturbing you. It's a spirit. There may be people who You know you're supposed to be promoted but these people are just on your case. Why should we promote this person? It's a spirit. The mistake that we do as a church is we focus on carnal things. We focus on what we see. We focus on our bosses. We focus on fleshly and worldly things. But the Bible says that the weapons, the weapons, weapons, weapons that we fight with, they are not carnal. But they are mighty, they are mighty, mighty. I, I, I don't know if you understand the word mighty. Mighty is far much bigger than strong. Mighty is far much bigger than biceps and, and triceps and joseps and all the seps that we can think of. Mighty is, is 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 so much bigger. And the only place that I can I can use that word is that God is almighty. God is almighty, God is almighty, God is all powerful, God is all sufficient, God is all knowing. We serve a God who does not only speak but he listens, he speaks and he listens, he listens. So as we, as we wage war, as we wage war, as we are in a warfare, as we have put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness and we have put all the armor, we speak and the mighty one, Answers The weapons that we fight with are not carnal. It's time that we have a reality check with us. Just check on your life. How long do you spend in prayer? And you can't pray if you don't read the word because you will be praying amiss and every time you will be frustrated. Every time you will be angry with God. That's why you will have your own plan A's and plan B's. The Bible is so clear. That this battle that we are fighting, we are not fighting for victory, but we are fighting from a point of victory. The sons of Sceva. I'm trying to think if, if even demons showed up in this place, How many people will be fit to cast them out? If sickness showed up that you're not even able to walk, how many people will have given up I remember after finishing high school and to the time I joined Bible school, it was seven complete years. I remember my friends were saying that me, I'm going to States, me, I'm going to Australia. People had gotten their jobs. People had gone to university. People had even done their masters. I remember I will meet with people and people will ask me, what are you doing nowadays? I will just tell them I'm just there. When you are in a place that you have been waging war, but things are not happening, will you give up? It wasn't easy, but I didn't give up because I maintained if I may go back to the book of Ephesians Ephesians chapter 6 still it says after you've put all this stand <laughs> how does the Bible say you put everything and then you stand you don't fight. Because the battle is not yours. You do your part and let God do his. The days are evil. The enemy is after you. He is after the young people. statistics says that majority of kenyans are actually young people between the age of 15 going up and the enemy has his own strategy in fact the bible in that verse for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal there's a greek word that speaks about strategy Strategy, you strategize yourself by putting the full armor of God. I want us to bow down our heads. This is your own moment. I want you to just speak to God. You want your prayer life to flourish. It's up to you. You want your prayer life or your Bible reading to be different. The ball is on your court. God has invested so much in you that he trusts you. But some of us are like cars that have been fueled, fueled, and we park them. In other words, we are not active. To some of us, God is saying that. It's time that you pick that sword of the spirit. To some of us, God is saying, you have to put on that helmet of salvation. To some of us, God is saying, lying is not your nature. Your nature is speaking and being truthful in all circumstances even when it costs you. To some of us God is saying that you have to put on the shoes and be ready to speak about him. For the weapons for the weapons the weapons They are not carnal, but they are mighty, mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. Some of us, it's time that you stop praying the usual prayers. You may tell your spirit to bow. You may tell that cigarette, it's time that you bow to the name of Jesus. To some of us, it's time that you tell yourself you're going to the club. It's time that you bow to the name of Jesus. You subject that body and make it obedient to the Lord. That's why Paul says he beats his body. To some of us, God is saying that you stop being someone who is lying. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spirit that is not of you today, O God. Father may you arrest us. Arrest us in your love oh God. Arrest us oh king of glory. Arrest us that we will never be the same again. Arrest us oh king of kings. Arrest us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father we are praying that our bodies will bow and subject. It will be conformed to to fulfill the plans that God is speaking over our lives. Father I am praying right now in the name of Jesus. May we bow. May we bow. May we bow. May we bow in the mighty name of Jesus. Cigarettes does not have a place in the kingdom. We rebuke every spirit we rebuke the spirit of lust right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke we rebuke laziness in the name of Jesus. We are praying that, Father God, we will not fear, O King of glory. As young people, the way you spoke to Timothy, I pray that, God, we will not be intimidated, O God. Father, we will not be intimidated because we are young. But, Father, this is the time that the manifestation of the sons of God is about to be seen in our places of work, in our places of state, in our estates, O King of glory. This is the time that God, we are standing up. We are putting the full armor of God because we know that God, we have a backing of heaven. We know that we are fighting from a point of victory in the mighty name of Jesus. And now we are pulling down every stronghold. We are pulling down every hindrance in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, may you cause us to be uncomfortable, oh God. Cause us to be uncomfortable that we will fall in love with you make us to be uncomfortable oh king of glory father this is our prayer this day father if it is to remove some friends i pray that you remove them oh god i pray that we remove them oh god because one day we will look back and say it is good that we were afflicted it is good that we we were we were not supported it is good that father you removed some people from our lives I pray that God that the things that we do in the dark because darkness is as a form is as a result of the absence of light and Jesus is the light so may we put our helmet of salvation so that we will also be light, we will be light in the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus.